This is the Reality Fantasy Football Podcast. Welcome to the show. Follow us on Twitter at RealityFFP. Now, here's Ryan, Jordy, and Roberto. Yes. The first show of the 2021 season, guys. We're going to be talking about the NFL draft, talking about rookies, and even some veterans we like now even more that the draft is done. I am Ryan. That's Jordan. That's Rob. Yes. How are you guys? I'm ready. It is good to be back. Isn't it, though? Oh, my goodness. I Talk feel like I'm, uh, I, I came to my, the first affair of my life. Not affair. The first fair of my life. <laughs> okay, that's much different. That's yeah. much, much different. I was like, you what? You just walk in, you smell the caramel corn, <laughs> you see this. All the games and the rides, and we're just ready to go for season number two. Like, where do you get the damn tickets? Give me the tickets. I hope they're two for one. I want to do it all. <laughs> oh, man. Watching that draft, man. God, I, I got to say, like, I kind of like, I was, we were so, we put so much time into this podcast last year and into fantasy football. And, man, I got to say, by the time everything was over, I was kind of footballed out. So I unplugged from it a bit. And uh, that draft, seeing the draft live again, and uh, just the atmosphere and the excitement, it got me just ready to go. And all the offensive players that got drafted early on the first night, um, it was exciting, man. It got my juices flowing again for some fantasy football. And some which NFL is, in general. Get past. Yeah, which is it's crazy, though, because I think this draft was probably the most predictable that we've seen in a long, long, long time. But it was like the it of, was the spectacle of it. It was so great to have exactly. That live and last show year, do you remember? Like last year was like Las Vegas. You're gonna be brought out on boats, and the, you know everyone's <laughs> gonna celebrate. And this year, it's like at least there was people there, and we got Andy to see Macho the, Man Savage was there. It was amazing. Oh, well, <laughs> I wasn't much of a fan. You know who I liked was the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, he was great. Was it, the Ultimate Warrior was there? That no, but I, that's my... That, in no, general. Oh, okay. We're, oh, I you're just like, you're, you're flipping the script on me. Yeah, I don't care about the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> or no, who, oh, I care that. Macho, Macho Man. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, thought it was a, I thought Goodell did an awesome job of playing, playing to the audience and, you know, having the seat, his chair up there from last year when he did it in his office. And There's a lot of really cool things that... Man, the NFL is just so good at promoting itself. Like they're well, they're on a the short season. Like they're they're not a short season. They they have a shorter season than other leagues that we like love. So they have to, and I think that the last year was like such a disappointment. We're still we were thriving for anything. Like whatever the NFL gave us, it was like seeing inside people's homes, seeing the emotion, the raw emotion of getting drafted. This year was a mix of both, and I think it was awesome to see. A crowd of people, like a, like people in Cleveland, happy and and you know, and then people at home. Like it, it was cool to see a side of both that uh, we know the season's gonna. Ha- like even last year, we didn't even know if there was gonna be. A season. I was just gonna. I was so just we were, gonna ask that. Was it this time last year? We didn't even know if they were gonna play. Dude, we were like, any if they get it started, how long is it gonna last before there's an outbreak and this all gets yeah. shut down? And with that first couple of weeks, there was a couple of outbreaks. Like, oh my goodness, we're not going to get through this stinking season. 
And uh, and then even when they were playing, like the no fans in the stands, but it was kind of the first sport that we finally got again. Still, got yeah. Back. Oh, yeah. So we were just so excited to have something. It was like, we don't care if there's fans in the stands, but like this coming season, knowing that there's going to be stadiums, at least probably half full of people and that oh, energy yeah. and the excitement is back again. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and now we've got an extra week of football, regular wow. season football, which has some interesting implications for fantasy. Do you add an extra week, which I'm in favor of because more fantasy football, why not? Another week is, to me, awesome. But anyway, I think it's going to be just – I'm really looking forward to the season. So, yeah, and you look yeah. back at last year, it's like – did. I can't. The only the only reason I know that it affected any team is because I'm a, a pretty big Broncos fan, a bit of a fan. I think other than the Broncos, when they couldn't start a quarterback, was there any team <laughs> that, that was, was the best like, team ever? Yeah, but was there any team <laughs> that was like crazy, like crazily affected by it? There was a couple like, of weeks where some teams really got hit. Baltimore but. got hit pretty hard. But a lot, but the, yeah, but they was, moved the game back. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like yeah, they, they changed the Tuesday game. Yeah. So other than hey, the bro, who weren't going. Let's anywhere. not let's not dwell on that that year last year. What so What do you guys? Dude. What do you guys? No, think? I'm just saying that it would they, they handled it well. <laughs> no, I know. I, I hear you, Jordy. But I want to know what do you guys think of these new rookies coming in this year? The the future of the NFL. Uh, the draft was fun just to watch, but what do we think of some of these rookies from a fantasy perspective? Are any of them going to make an impact? We know a couple will for sure. I, I man, the places that some of these guys landed for fantasy was just like dream come true. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the obvious one was Harris going to Pittsburgh before going in the draft. Everyone's like, "Oh my goodness, Pittsburgh! If they get Harris, it's just it's a match made in heaven." He's going to be obviously dynasty. He's a top one or two pick. Um, in the rookie draft, and then even in redraft leagues, do you not see this guy going in the first round of a twelve-team redraft league? I mean, I, I mean, so. obviously, right now everything depends on how training camp goes, but of course, yeah. But I mean that there the road is paved with golden little bricks. <laughs> like for that guy, that how do you feel about yeah. Harris? If you're in, if you're in a dynasty and you're not in win now mode, if you're rebuilding. I mean, the guy is twenty three already. It's a totally different ball game. With, yeah, but uh, he's got he's got a good offensive. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 he's yeah he's he's unfortunately we like to think that it's not going to be the case, but I mean the history shows that running backs have a, a shelf life that's pretty short, and especially like you mentioned, right, one that's already twenty three years old coming into the league, he probably has a you know a high end window of four maybe maximum five years but the history shows three and a half years and, and kind of they peak out so if you aren't in win within the next three years mode for your dynasty league then for sure then i move off him and probably go to uh, one of the wide receivers or grab one of those quarterbacks so probably one of the wide receivers because we know that you know you can get 10 years out of a top flight uh wide receiver. maybe even kyle pitts at one who knows yeah, but I think that with him being the running back in that Pittsburgh offense, it's not like they have a lot of a lot of uh, options. I think they've proven that they like the running backs that they draft, and they're just going to ride them. So I don't. I think he's the number one running back that has to be taken in dynasty or startup league. Like I think in redraft in that, league, 
Yeah. Like no, 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 no. I'm saying redraft startup. I'm saying you're if you're even doing a startup or redraft, your first rookie. Oh, yeah. running back has oh, okay. to be. Yeah, got you. You know what oh, I'm saying? Are you that, taking? Oh, are you taking him in the first round of a redraft league? Do you think? Oh, like at the first, the first there. twelve picks. Yeah. No. No, I think he's an early second, maybe maybe a mid second, because just, be, just because of volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you have enough of something. Like he's going to get the touches. They've got rid of Connor. They don't believe in uh, who's the guy that McLaren or McFarland. McFarland they got, yeah. yeah, Samuel, whatever. They have um, Juju signed back. They have like they, so. I think he has to be the first running back taken. He's going to get every opportunity. We know that they do that with their running backs. They've shown it. Like once they pick a guy, he's getting twenty carries and eight targets a game. Yeah. So Harris just all red zone. Like they're not going to bring him. Like they're not McFarland or except McFarland. Not from last year. Seth Seth McFarland. Seth McFarland. He he created the Family Guy. I don't know, but I don't think he's a very good running back though. No, but they, they they didn't. They picked him, but. I don't think he was their answer so, that they so were if, for. Oh, he was like a fifth round pick, so it's not it's not the same. This, this, this guy's going to be the guy. If Harris is the the unmistakable number one running back, does it go to ETN or does it go to Devontae Williams after that? Devontae Williams. Personally, I like Williams. I just think again and we're talking. I'm I'm talk, I'm asking redraft. Yes, for me. ETN, I love ETN. He was, man, last year he wasn't the same, but I mean, the previous year he was, he was the rookie that I love for the future when he's going to come in the NFL. I hate the landing spot. I mean, there's, after what James Robinson did, like, I get, there's a whole other, you know, barrel of monkeys to pull out. Like, who, what, what happens to James Robinson? Like, the dude was insane. And now you have ETN there who they use all his draft stock in. He's a stud. They're going to want to use him. I just, I love Williams going to the Broncos, man. Like, yeah, I even, think that, even, yeah. even Gordon, they don't, I mean, I don't think they truly have bought into Gordon being their guy. He's, he's I think kind of past his yeah. prime. What do you think, Jordan? Oh, I should defer to you. You're the Broncos guy. Uh, no, Broncos. I think Gordon is never like a solid 16, now this year, 17 year starter. There's always something going on with this guy. Yeah, I think in, um, Startup, you can draft him as an RB two flex, and you're fine with it. But I think if you're in a dynasty or even he's Williams is gonna be the guy sooner or later. And with the way that Gordon kind of fizzles and does whatever, like when Philip Lindsay played last year, I know he got moved to Houston, but he was still a major part of that offense, and he's. He takes touches away from Gordon when he's healthy. And I think with their quarterback situation, I think we're going to get into that later, is that you don't know where they're going to go with this offense. So any Bronco, I'm buying their wide receivers, Sutton, uh, Judy, uh, Fant, like all the hell, Hamler. Is it Hamler? <laughs> it, did, it didn't take Hamler's us not. long for Jordy to start listing off Broncos players. <laughs> too, too no, but what I'm saying is that is, is we have to see what happens, man. And I like I know they like Boone. I know they like Boone a lot. I hear you. That's why I, I let Lindsey rock. There was a report from Urban Meyer saying that uh, ETN was taking all the snaps at wide receiver. 
With gifts. that report, is there any like feeling of like, I remember when Christian McCaffrey was drafted, same reports yeah, coming out. I remember like Alvin Kamara, a lot of reports of working as a receiver. Is there any chance that ETN kind of slips into that role? James Robinson's still there, still the running back, but maybe ETN is out there even when James Robinson is. I think it has to do a lot with like overreacting pretty quickly. So if you have James Robinson and you really truly don't feel like comfortable with him, then sell him for the most you can get. I'll buy James Robinson right now. I'm, I'm with you, Jordy. Like, I think of I, I think of the New Orleans Saints when they had, as he referenced, he's kind of a Kamara type player. Kamara and Mark Ingram, they both played off each other. Kamara, when you have a player like ETN or Kamara, they don't need 20, 20 carries a game, fantasy wise, to be effective. And I think that James Robinson can still. Have his 15 carries a game would be quite effective, punching the odd touchdown. And at the same time, ETN's going to use. Uh, Trevor Lawrence loves using the running back in the passing game. And I think we can almost have kind of a Camara, Mark Ingram type scenario. So, yeah, if, you, if you've got somebody in your league that's panicking on James Robinson and you can get him for pennies on the dollar, yeah, I'm with you, Jordy. Go, go yeah. and get him. And I think out of all the uh, draft choices that were made this year, I think the biggest fantasy impact this year will be Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to be start where guys reach for like um, the quarterbacks, you Mahomes, you got Lamar Jackson, you got uh, Herbert, you got uh, all those top Russell Wilson's and Philip no Philip Rivers retired. You got Russell you know, you know you got you got those with Philip Rivers. Yeah, but you have all these top You know all the top fives. No, but uh, Dak Prescott even coming back. I think Trevor Lawrence has got like all the weapons around him to legit burrow. I would take Trevor Lawrence over a lot of those guys. I think Chark's gonna slide in there to be I was gonna say Chark's gonna be a sneaky guy this year. Yeah. Yeah. That's your boy, right? Cool. So you agree with ETN is going to be great, but still Williams is going to be the better rookie for fantasy. I think so. I just think Williams, he's just, he just looks like your prototypical running back. Like I think dude. he's, be- he's, he's put in a better situation. Like that's, that's my personal honest opinion right now. Looking at it, he is put into a better situation and, and he can do everything. He's like, He's got that like 5'10", 220 build. He can catch the ball. He can run. He can break tackles. Like he's just he's an every down back, and the, the sky's the sky's the limit for this yeah. kid. I I love. Him. Okay. I was really in in our dynasty draft. I was just praying he would fall to me, and did not happen. But man, he's 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 gonna be. A did star. I really say Philip Rivers? Yeah, That's it was nice. awesome. He was so yeah. good last year, man. Hey. No, do you know? Do you know? Do you know? This is what I'm, I know. I'm not. I'm. I'm stepping on Ryan's toes here. But this is why I said it. Is that T. Y. Hilton came out today and he's like, I can't wait to get the deep ball again. And then I googled deep ball. Don't ever. <laughs> but history. Yeah, but uh, Carson Wentz going there is pretty sick for that whole indie offense. 
Like, I think Indy is has a legitimate chance to be one of the turnaround teams of this this year. I love the fact that you made a mistake and said Philip Rivers, and that took you off into a completely other subject. I was so happy because now I'm like, man, I think Indy is. This I is, want to was, talk about Indy anyway. They were awesome. And I think they're going to do really, really well. I, I do agree. I think people are sleeping on Carson Wentz. <laughs> okay. How do you? How does anyone hate Indianapolis this year? The fact that you thought Philip Rivers was a top five quarterback last year with that offense. Imagine what Wentz will be. Yeah, he'll be top. <laughs> probably top ten. Okay. No, but Wentz. Wentz. Yeah. Anyway. Thinking of the draft. You're breaking Ryan's toes. No, it's it's all good. A lot of a lot of teams shifted things around on offense during the draft. What players, or do you have a player, a veteran, that you like more now after the draft? Whether it's what their team didn't draft to replace them or in any way help their offense. Do you have any players? I mean, there. I think there's a lot. I think a lot of these guys will benefit their whole offense just by being a part of it. But uh, one guy that I was surprised... Sorry, not one guy, one team I surprised didn't draft a running back was the Miami Dolphins. I think, I mean, even last year, what Gaskins did, and he kept doing, and and nobody ever, I mean, nobody as in fantasy players really bought into it. Like, he kept putting up points. He kept producing in real football games. He did get banged up, but I mean, even still, they went back to him. They believed in him. Everything they have done as a Miami Dolphins organization has shown that they believe in him. But for some reason, as fantasy players, there's still this doubt. Like, everyone was trying to sell high on Gaskin all year last year. And all he did was prove to be a great number two fantasy running back. So uh, the fact that they didn't draft a running back high, I think I think they're going to still run with him. I still think Gaskin can be a nice RB2 for fantasy purposes moving forward. And I think that offense is going to be better with Waddle there. Uh, it's going to help two out. That whole offense, I think, is going to be who else is, who is, tight. They also got um, – they added uh, oh, from Houston um, – oh, Fuller. Fuller. Will Fuller. Yeah. So, I mean, that offense is going to be insane. And yeah. I think I think Gaskin can uh, can be a part of that. And, you know, I, I, like, I, like, I that. like that as far as who's drafted. Yeah. So. Jordy. Or, do you, or who they didn't draft, I should say. Do you think of anyone, Jordy? Yeah, I, I'm not necessarily thinking about like one specific person, but I think the Giants as a whole, I think that their offense is going to be pretty sneaky good coming up with their wide receiver they drafted, Barkley coming back, Danny Dimes. Like I think that they have... Ken, Kenny G they added? Yeah, Kenny G. I think, I guess I'm not really answering your question, but I think that going into the draft with them drafting Tony and all that, a slot, Ingram... Um, I think the Giants are going to be a sneaky good team in that division, which sucks. Like they have not a lot of competition, which I think that kind of they're they're going to be a little sneaky sneaky team that will probably end the season nine and seven now. I guess nine and eight, nine and eight. That's and eight I think, that, yeah. So I think the Giants are a team that uh, you got to watch out for that. Um, they put they put some pieces together. Is, is to Kenny Galladay still an alpha fantasy wide receiver? I don't think I would trust him, but I think I would take as if he's a number three 
or even a number two if I went if I did tight end early and waiting to uh, to build for my wide receiver two. I still have trust in him. He definitely took he definitely took a hit because he was borderline a wide receiver one, like a low yeah. end wide receiver one. For sure, he, he took with a hit. Detroit, yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm quite happy in the off season. I traded him in our dynasty league, so um, I got Detroit Price at a New York City cost. Was that before but, uh, Stafford? Yeah, he definitely he definitely that... takes it. Yeah, Stafford left, and then he left, and it was yeah. So yeah, Kenny G, he's still gonna be good there. But as far as the draft goes, the fact that they're sticking with Danny Dimes, they have given him every tool in the shed to work with. Yeah, he's yeah. Gonna have, he's gonna have Barkley back. Yeah, I think if they, that, if they yeah. don't get if they don't get it done, if they don't do what you think they're going to do, Jordy, offensively this year, I think you're going to see New York be moving up to draft a quarterback to replace um, Mr. Danny Dimes because uh, he it's 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 on his shoulders now. He's got everything. He's got everything to work with now. Can he make it happen? Another veteran that I just want to touch on quickly that I think was a huge winner in this draft is probably Allen Robinson. I think with uh, Fields going there, he is going to put up, put up lights out numbers. I think he finally, that whole Chicago offense is is going to take a step up, and they already have the defense. So as long as the uh, coaches are calling the right plays and they they know what they're doing, I think that Chicago, you got Montgomery, you have uh, Cohen, you got. Uh, uh, Alan Robinson, you have Mooney, you have He's Miller, guy, you have so many good. Uh, comment is that the, like you have so many good offensive weapons that they didn't, and you have a running quarterback that I think that Chicago is going to is going to be good for that, and they already have the defense. Dude, so it think- seemed like every game you watch a, you watch in Chicago last year, that Mooney kid. If anybody's going to benefit most from Fields, it's going to be Mooney. He would burn the the secondary at least yeah. once or twice every game and stupid Foles and uh Trubisky and, and Trubisky couldn't hit the guy. Fields yeah. has a great deep ball. Yeah. I think Mooney, man, he's he's gonna be a sneaky pick this year because the talent on that kid is insane. He just could he didn't have a quarterback that could get him the ball. So I think that's a dude to look out for. Especially yeah, uh, Chicago offense. Montgomery, I was down on huge last year, but it may it may help him out a little bit this year. I like it. That's a good call. I like that for Chicago, big time. Yeah, that was and that what a steal, a great move. Moving yeah, up, I, you know what? I kind of wish the <clears throat> ah, this talk about Aaron Rodgers really puts a damper on Fields to the Broncos. Words. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. if now Broncos ends up end up with Rodgers, well, then. it depends what they got to give. Everything give. changes. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that in a second. What do you, what do you think about Chase Edmonds? That's my pick for a veteran I like more now. Mm. Here, here, okay. here he is. All right, he's Where is he's he? been a backup, but he's he's, he's looked great every time he's come in for Kenyon Drake in Cliff Kingsbury's system. He's looked amazing. For some reason, every time I thought that he was a small guy, and but he he's the same size as Kenyon Drake. He's just shorter. And he fits the system. Isn't that funny how we get these preconceived ideas of guys' size because of what they do on the field? We think, oh, he's a fast, yeah. he can catch the ball, he must be a little yeah. guy. But 
I didn't until you said that right now. I don't know if I've ever looked yeah. up how big he is, but and so yeah, that's that was my idea. And so they bring in James Conner. We all know he's not going to last through the season. And behind those two, there's nothing but, in Arizona. Okay, okay. Just just a sec. And okay, they had a chance in the draft. They could have drafted somebody. They've got tons of wide receivers in the second round. They go and take Rondell Moore. They could have taken a running back. Obviously, Kingsbury believes Chase Edmonds can be the bell cow in Arizona. And if he is, to me, he's he's a stud running back. Okay. And you're gonna and you're gonna get him at great value. But, but yeah, but wait. Is James Conner a a failure because of the amount of he was expected to do? Like James Conner went into Le'Veon Bell's shoes. He was given every single snap. He was given every single play, every single passing play, every single blocking play with that Pittsburgh offense. I think James Conner is the running back to own in Arizona because I think he'll get all goal line. Like we saw last year, whatever it came to the red zone, they were giving it to Chase Edmonds. They were giving it to Kyle Murray. Yeah, that's that's why I like Chase Edmonds because I don't I, – I, I agree with you, James Conner's the goal line running back, but Kyler James Murray Conner is running is go- in everything from the five-yard line in. But James Conner is going to hit his full potential with Arizona, I believe. And I think that it's going to be kind of uh, – it, it's a 50-50 share. It's like the Raiders with Drake going there. You talk about, you know, Drake, uh, Kenya Drake, how much we didn't like him. Now you go to the Raiders with, with Jacobs and Drake – I feel that kind of same running back situation is the exact same with Arizona as the race. I think James Conner, though, will get more playing time or more bulk yardage than I think Edmonds will. And you can get you can you can get Conner late. I, you can get I Connor, think you might get Chase Edmonds after Conner. Really? I don't know. I, I haven't looked at any ADP right now, but I don't, yeah, I don't know if much of that's going on or what. But I I kind of tend to agree that people are going to draft Connor based on the fact that there is still the preconceived idea that Connor is a bell cow every down back, and Edmonds is your uh, you know your multi tool third down back that comes in and catches passes. But I don't think it's going to be that way. I think he's. He's already established himself in the offense. The team likes him. The coaching staff likes him. I don't the, think they're just gonna. I don't think they're gonna put him on the back burner for Connor coming in. So who would you? Connor's pick coming then? off two bad years. I'm taking Edmonds over Connor. Are you? I'm taking Connor over Edmonds. I think Connor is. He was great, but I think he's beat up, and he's he's past his prime. I think he's another Kenyon Drake. To be honest, that same disappointment Kenyon Drake was like. Yeah, he'll have his odd game. But I just think these guys, they're past that prime they had. They're just a little beat up. If, if I had to pick between the two, I'm taking Edmonds. And I also agree with Ryan that you can get Edmonds after Connor just because normal drafters are going to see his name and pick him first. Who, Connor over Edmonds? Connor, yeah. Because okay, just, okay, okay. just because so I, of the preconceived uh, ideas right, of right, their right. prototypical running back. And what but they Connor are. has put up good numbers. Connor is. When? When when he was when he was healthy, he's when? one of the best. Yeah, so did so did Le'Veon Bell. But I mean, everyone passes their prime. Look at Gordon going like these guys have a short. As we talked about at the very start of this podcast with with Harris, 
These guys have a short shelf life. Connor was awesome for two, three years. But the last but couple he of years, all he's the done whole is game. Hurt. He didn't play the whole year because he was put in the situation. Who is he playing behind? They have no Who's one he? else to play. Connor, Connor was the guy. They put him in, and he every time he plays, he performs. He gets he gets hurt because he's put in the situations to play every single. Snap. I love how much I love you, how much I'll, you. I'll, like I'll tell you. Connor. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you the last the last two years in redraft. Because you've owned I, him. I, I traded Connor, so I watched him closely, and all he did. Yeah, he starts out great. I'm telling you, from halfway through the season on, all he does is disappoint. If you want to draft him, go for it. But I. I'll tell you right now. Make what sure you Chase make, done? make sure you trade him at least six weeks into the season. Trade Connor while you can because he's going to be hurt. He's going to disappoint you. I'm, he, that's what that's what he is now. But what has Chase Edmonds done? Everyone took Chase Edmonds to be Kenya Drake's replacement, and he sucked. They brought in other guys to replace him. They brought in other guys at goal line and all that. So I'm not. You, I'm not saying Chase Edmonds is going to be a top ten running back. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying, but I think he's gonna be a, he'll be a nice RB too. Okay, he was okay. great last year. All right, so and he's, still, Connor, he's still young and not beat up. I'm taking Connor over Edmonds. May May Ryan, May 18. How, how did I get sucked into this? This was Ryan's May 18, 2021. I am taking Edmonds <laughs> over Connor. Are we talking about year long fantasy points? End of season half point. After the 17 weeks, what? half point PPR. No, not whatever. Make your pick. Yeah, what? I'm that taking Connor. Whatever? I'm taking Connor. No, I'm not saying whatever. <laughs> I'm not. Well, no, I never said whatever. whatever. Okay. Did I? I nah. was. No, no, never. All right. I'm never. It's set in, <laughs> I said it's never. It's set in stone. I wrote it down on my piece of paper here. Okay, and now yeah. this is my other question. Paper lasts forever. Is Drake okay? So what I'm saying is that is, is Drake going to be better than Josh Jacobs? No, not a chance. No, that's, that's a whole nother discussion. Drake wasn't even better than Chase Edmonds, did? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's my that's my point. Is it? Is it though? <laughs> okay. Then I say, hey, hey, we got to wrap it up here, guys. So what? Let's uh, let's talk about the what are we going to talk about next podcast? Maybe the uh, the schedule. Maybe maybe yeah. the extended it's, season. Maybe there's some Rogers developments. Lots of stuff oh, to talk the, about. Hey, we appreciate everyone for listening. Hey, okay. Robert, Jordan, appreciate the spirited debate on <laughs> Edmonds versus Tom. Nice awesome to be back. And we will see everybody next time. Thanks for listening. Join us on Twitter at RealityFFP for daily fantasy football fun. And please subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy listening.